It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Go Birds podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds Podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Dallas sucks. Go Birds. Eight and freaking one, Elliot Shore Parks. Eight and freaking one. I'm pounding the table. I know, just never going to stop pounding I'm, the table. Look, this, yeah. is, this, is, this is my kind of pod right here, buddy. And here's the thing. Like, I know it was almost a total joke job and- We've seen a choke job recently in Philly. I could not have handled this one, but it wasn't. It freaking wasn't. And, and for the most part, they outplayed the Cowboys today. Obviously, there were defensive issues, but defensive linemen made plays when it, when they really needed to. Their big guns stepped up. The offense made enough plays throughout the game. They protected the football, got lucky in some spots. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, this team that went to the Super Bowl and lost in devastating fashion you did the whole thing and you were right like they have not you know it's been it's been a struggle to get there but you know hey it's it's hard to go to the super bowl and come back and lose and do yeah. it and they're eight and freaking one and they just beat the cowboys and they've set themselves up for another freaking run man and it might not be pretty but like what a freaking team man shout out to the birds what a win and also an all-time classic eagles cowboys game yeah, so Sirianni had this quote after the game. Let's go! Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm just, I'm so pumped, man. Like, I, I'm so happy they won that game. I'm so well, happy. And that's how you should feel. I mean, so Sirianni had this quote after the game that I thought was was pretty perfect, and I'm paraphrasing slightly, but he was talking about uh, his emotion on the final play, and he was saying how much he loves football, and he loves it because sometimes it makes you cry tears, and sometimes it makes you cry tears of joy. I think if you're an Eagles fan, if you're gonna cry about anything. Don't make it be about the pass defense. Don't make it be about the defense. Don't make it be about the almost collapsed. 
If you're going to cry, cry tears of joy. Yeah. They won. They won <laughs> yeah. the game. They went out and a team that really needed it, a team that has been playing really good football this year, a team that is without question one of the best in the NFC, that is probably one of the top eight teams in the entire NFL. That probably uh, felt disrespected coming in with 100%. The yep. A team that had they've had trouble with, like yep. whether it's Jalen, whatever, they've had trouble with. That team, like that, showed up. A team that showed up. A team up. that showed up. Dak Dallas, played well. Yeah, Dallas Dak made really mistakes. Other than but, that, they will talk about, but like they showed up. Yeah, they they the Eagles did not uh, like when the Eagles played the Dolphins, and you know, there's a whole different discussion we had about the Dolphins. The Eagles kind of broke the Dolphins' will early, and that was it. That did not happen tonight. Like you got probably the best version in a lot of ways of Dallas. It was you're a going great to get. game. It was a, it was great, a great game. game. But that being said, they had it under control. Yep. By I like agree. midway through the third. So early on, you know, they fall or they go up seven nothing. Then I think they, I think if I remember correctly, they fell behind fourteen to seven. Uh, but it was shaky for like two and a half quarters. We'll get into the specifics of it. But the final three or four minutes, not good. We'll get into that. Not good <laughs> for sure. Not good. Just as much on the offense good, as the defense. But they won. And you know, you you look at why they won. They won because Dak Prescott stepped out of bounds on the the two point conversion. It's huge. But Brandon Graham forced him out of bounds. Yeah. They won because Brandon end, Graham had a big sack in a big spot, yes. even though the defense couldn't make a play. And then Jalen Carter had a big sack, and Josh Sweat had a big sack. Yeah, and like even though the 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 they felt like they could move the ball at will, enough guys stepped up and made plays. Well, hundred percent, like James Bradbury, someone who I'm sure people are gonna be very mad totally, at. Totally, right? But he made a he play. He had a big play. Yeah, the defense for all of the for how, as, how upset people are gonna be about it, and I feel like we're back in a Gannon conversation almost. For as upset as people are going to be about the defense, they gave up 24 points. They gave up 24 points. No, and 23, up, 23, wasn't it? No, I think it was 24. No, it's 28, 23, because they won by five. I think it was 20, whatever. I think it was 29, whatever. You, I think you, maybe you're right about this. Either way. Yeah, you're right, 28, 23. Thank you. Um, so they gave up 23 you know points. Numbers which like yeah. They gave up six points in the second half. I know. Six points. They 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 Great forced point. multiple turnovers on downs, yeah. right? They, I mean, it's a now we can the, the flip yeah. sides. We can be like, well, uh, guy's knee went down at the you know, half inch line, but but but, and, but, you know, but, but, but you're right. I, I agree. With you. I'm on your side. I'm just I'm 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 just no, you know. I, I get it. But but I think if if we're and I know you would never do this, but if we're a Cowboys fan, a, a cow a Cowboys, pod, we're probably saying this. We're saying. You know what? They came close at the end, but they only had to do that because they, they fell behind, mm-hmm. right? Like the Eagles allowed themselves to have some room for error by going up as much as they did. They allowed themselves for the guy to be an in short because they made plays to push them back later on. They allowed themselves to have CD fall two or three yards short because Josh Sweat got a huge sack to force and him back. They made the tackle because Slay and, right. and Sidney Brown like stopped CD Lamb there. They didn't have a missed tackle or whatever because they tackled Dak on that third down play yep. where they got in and stopped him and forced a fourth down because they kept that that tight end just short of the line of the end zone defending him so that he had to catch it and kind of fall short. Like you know, yeah, it's all part luck, but it's all you know, and it's but it's a game of inches, and it's also luck is the residue of design in certain games. I mean, think that's a good quote. Think, think about my face since the beginning of the 2022 season. We've probably recorded how many pots? I, I don't know. Oh my god, two hundred. Let's yeah, say I was right. Say hundred. There's so. there's been four that were legitimate post game pod losses. <laughs> there's been four times we've opened up the pod and been like, wow, they actually lost. Well, uh, the Super Bowl twice again or once against Washington, the Jets won, um, and then you know we can split on the Saints and the Cowboys since you know Hertz wasn't playing. Well, so there's a real quick shout out to our our producer. Uh, you know, puts the pods together, does yeah. great work for us. Tucker Bagley had a great tweet that illustrates this. He tweeted this. 
The Eagles have had the best record in the NFL for 27 straight weeks. Wow. That is good. I mean, that's like, <laughs> that's like whoa, dude. Yeah. Well, like, it just shows the consistency of of dominance or at least of of finding ways to win football games. And here's the thing. If your main takeaway from this game is going to be they almost blew it, then you're missing the larger picture here. I mean, totally. I've been covering this team for like 11 years now. I don't think I've ever seen anything as impressive as what they're doing right now. They're making a mockery of the fact that it's hard to win week to week in the NFL. Yeah. They never lose. And for all this, like, you know, well, they almost lost this, or, you know, they're like, Sirianni put it great, quoting Bill Parcells, do the whole, like, Steve Carell You quoting, are what your record says you are. What your says 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 you are. Yeah, I didn't they even know. I didn't, all you need to say is Bill Parcells. I didn't see yeah. that that's the quote, but I know exactly what's going to be. You are what your record. And it should be that. It is. Like, should you're be right, that. dude, because it's hard. And look, the one game they lost this season, it took a, a minus four in turnover differential, yeah. which we had that stat that Chill put out, which in the last three years, teams are 1-29 in, in those situations. Yeah. Like, that's how much it took for them to lose, barely lose that football game. Like, they have just been so consistent and yes maybe it's not always pretty and whatever but they find ways to win and most of the games like yes Washington game the first one with the two-point conversion potential right. yeah like there have been spots where like oh man the very end of this one you know when it when it was like the 11 yard line and, and even the 25 or whatever it was before you're like oh maybe we could lose but for the most part even though they haven't looked pretty all the time you haven't felt like they're gonna lose these well, football that's what, games so that's either, what I was gonna say like know? think think about it you and we we're talking about this in the car car right in we didn't. Neither of us really thought they were going to lose the game yep. until the Cowboys were twenty-five yards out. Yeah. With like, right, like yeah. outside of that, they got the personal foul. And by the way, some bad personal fouls tonight yeah. for the team. The Kevin Byard really one, bad. bad. Kevin Byard, the Reddick one. Unless that. there's a replay, and I'm not seeing it. To me, it looks like Reddick runs up to Dak, like you know, a full maybe half second after he throws it, and just like elbows him in the back. It looked like one of those where where it was a little like soft, but I think Reddick knew he shouldn't have done it right yeah. away. Is what it looked like. But but yeah, some bad and, and there were fouls, and yeah, you're right, and that's something Sirianni's got to address and stuff. You're you're look, there were some bad penalties in general, you know, well, um, on both sides. To be and fair, to, your, to your thing about like the two point conversion in Washington, like week one against the Patriots, the guy's foot stays in bounds. Tonight, Dak pushed like you know, if Dak doesn't go out of bounds, and they probably and who knows how the game plays out differently. But, but if they Dak, could play for a field goal there, yeah, they play for a field goal. We're, it's an overtime. We're probably going overtime. But, but here's the thing, like. He did the, step out of bounds. He did step he out, of out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> the guy against the Patriots' foot did was not in bounds. Yeah. And like what I think makes the Eagles good is they're not the play. And really, the one time they did make the bad play against the Jets, they lost, and they deserved to lose because that. And mistake. even that wasn't just a bad play. The Jets they turned it over four more times than they got right. than they the other team. Like that's like just like a, a, alone. You say that you're like, well, yeah, that's what happens. And and the other thing too, and I know I've talked about this throughout, but but one of the things that even though they were more dominant last year, everyone's like, oh, they're so great, like. First of all, they didn't win the Super Bowl. You know, as much as they were great last year and one of the great Eagles teams we've seen, they didn't win the Super Bowl. And everyone's the whole time like, oh, they're not battle tested. Oh, you know, they haven't beaten anybody or they haven't won. They don't know how to win close games. You can't say any of that this yeah. year. Like, it's hard to complain about. Like, this team is, is battle tested. They have come from behind a bunch of times in games. They have won close games. They have made plays on offense and defense late in games to win football games. They've had big kicks to win games. Like, like they have been through all these situations that they're going to have to deal with in the playoffs. And, and you know, they that's team building, man. Like, that's mm. character building. That's, uh, that's belief, confidence building, all that type of stuff that is so important for teams that, that, look, I'm not saying you can't win without that stuff, 
But I, I certainly don't think it hurts when you get well, in these big games to know that you've been in these spots together and won. And I think, like, too, so there's certain issues I think the team has had this year. One's the turnovers. And, yes, they did get lucky tonight in a lot of ways. The three turnovers that they, they had. They had four. Although, to be they had, fair, four the fu- they had four fumbles, and they got them all back. Was it four? It was, it was four. Three. But, like, look, a couple of them, like the one hurts when he, it got knocked out of his hand when he was throwing and jumped right on it. Right, the swift um, one, he was very clearly one, on the it. The first one, he was, uh, he was uh, like, um, clearly on it right away, and right. then it was— Now, it did um, bounce up to The him, one but. that was, 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 was really bad was the, the kind of— Miscommunication the in at the, the end. Well, the timing yeah, of it. Yeah, the so. timing of it was bad, but also it was bad. Like that's right. like what 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 are you guys doing there? What's the weird? Why is AJ running through there? Why is he in the way? Like just run a freaking normal well, run play so there. Think- like whatever it was. Regardless, I'm I'm not even ripping the play as much. Like it, I, it's weird, but regardless, that was the one where it's like that that really should have or could have screwed them. But otherwise, you know, it felt like it was it was luck, but also sometimes the luck kind of bounces your way, yeah. and, and it did. I mean, look at the Super Bowl. Yep. The ball bounces right to Derek Barnett. And exactly. now the running play with AJ, I think probably— And they haven't had luck a lot this year. Like the, the Goddard uh, pick, uh, whatever it was, a couple games ago, where in and out of his hands. Yeah, that uh, was bad luck. You know, yeah. There have been a few of those. Anyway. Yeah. Um, the running play where, you know, he Swift fumbles it, but AJ like runs into him wherever it was that happened. Like, I think they're running that because— the the running offense was not good tonight against great. a bad Dallas run defense. Like they did not run the ball well. Jalen, I think, had maybe a third of their rushing yards, and those aren't really true rushing yards in terms of, of running the ball in a traditional sense. Um, late in the game, I thought it was disappointing how they could not ice the clock. I mean, they had two possessions to try to really kind of like turn this thing, or at least. So I guess three possessions. They got at the one yard line or whatever it was, which was tough. Yeah, but that, but that they get one, nothing going I, there. Honestly, I said so. I was watching my buddy Tommy who was over at our house watching Zoe, Tommy, and Emily. Um, Zoe sporadically. I, I got to get Zoe's <laughs> story for later. But um, nice. but um, uh, I said right there. I'm like, all right. So the, obviously they should tush push here because they're one. They get like know? four yards. Uh, but I was there. like, why wouldn't you just tush push like three plays in a row? See if you get a first down. If you don't, you're going to get a bunch of yards to to pump from. Like yeah. But regardless, well, so here are their final, you know, I don't blame them for that drive, but the other two, I totally agree. So their final three possessions yep. on offense. three play, The one at the one-yard line we're talking about, three plays, five yards Well, punt. especially the third and three throw to AJ was, was such – that was the one where it's like, what are you guys doing? So, all right. I don't mind going for it. It was just a weird – like, it was like, a, it was a bad third dis- and three. That it was, was a when bad they were throw. kind of moving the ball running to, like, give it to Swift, tush push it. Like, I don't know. Well, it's one of those things – it's like when the Jets game – when they threw it on third and nine I know, and it resulted. Freaked out. I and know. it's like, well, I don't mind putting it in Jalen's hand. And I don't. Like Jalen played pretty well tonight. I he was, I think, probably the like the player of the game. Mm-hmm. But this is now twice like where he throws it to AJ Knight and it's still, like a bad throw. Yeah. Like, like or AJ lost or whatever, well, but, but the yeah, ball the, went the out of bounds. The triple team one was a, a, a terrible. Another decision. good throw. I'm mean, sorry, bad throw. Yeah, yeah, but for the most part, I, I agree with you. I think Jalen was, was great. He was what, 17 or 23 or something. He yep. was pretty good throwing the ball. He was really good. Three total and, uh, touchdowns. You know, smart. I, I think, you know, obviously protected the football, had some big runs and some just big time throws and big time catches like the Goddard throw. Um, and obviously we'll get to the Goddard injury and, and you know, hopefully it's not too bad. You know, it didn't, well, I think, you know, there were, I think there, it's, I think it's going to be bad. Uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not, I, I, I think so as well. Yeah. But, um, a lot of injuries today, knickknacks, this and that, like not, like not Nick. Well, Nick, Nicobe, you know I mean? we're not even talking about it. Kobe yeah. left with a foot injury, didn't return. Yeah. I, I mean, Jordan Davis left and came back yeah. and then I don't know if he left again. And Kelsey went in the tent you know, at one Redick point. Redick left at one point, came back. Kelsey was in the tent. I mean, there was a ton of it. So, 
Um, but the, the Goddard one, I think, looks clearly the worst of all of them. And obviously, Jalen didn't leave the game but that injury. Right. But real quick, to finish, to just to finish my point. So, thir- thir- uh, get the ball at the one, three plays, five yards. Next possession, three plays, seven yards. Next possession, three plays, two yards. So that's nine plays. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. Yards. I'm yeah, saying yeah. the the one in the you know the one from the one you're not going to kill him for, but the other two you do. And, yeah, and absolutely. That's yeah, and, I would just say to everyone who's going to be mad at the defense. I think the offense. If we're gonna if we're gonna focus on the final few minutes of the game, in some ways the defense saved that game with the offense could not. I'm close. not going to be mad at anybody. They're I know you're not. But let's just, they're just getting into ahead the bye. We get eight and one, and they beat Dallas when Dallas showed up. Look they, again. What if, what if, like, we could be sitting here talking about a loss and then we could rip them for that stuff, but they didn't lose. Again, they didn't lose. And yes, like, they have not put it together yet. They've not looked like a complete team yet. They would say the same thing. Jalen did say the same thing after the game. Like, they know. They know they don't look perfect yet. But again, they're 8 1. Like, look at all these other teams. And look at all these other teams. You know, there's only two two lost teams left in the NFL with the Ravens, or sorry, uh, the Lions are two. The Lions not play this week? They had a bye, yeah. But, but the, um, the Ravens and the the Chiefs are seven and two, and then it's like you know a bunch of, of three loss teams here and there and stuff like that. So well, so Rob Ellis said something on I mean, the post. I'm show. just saying it's hard to forget. Yeah, win a lot. well that 100. percent So Rob Ellis said something on the post game show that I understand why he said, and I think there's truth to it. Like he doesn't think that they're in that locker room being like we made it at eight and one, and I don't think they are. And I think Jalen is right, especially after losing the Super Bowl yeah, last year. But like, and I'm sure that I I just. I hope they're enjoying it at the same time. Yeah, like well, there, there has to like be they did. It, the the stuff I hear, whether it was Jalen or whoever, it seems like they're all like that was a great team win. Like, yeah, we bonded Sirianni together. Was very excited after we the were game. resilient, and and we beat a good team. Like again, Dallas is a good team. Yeah, Dallas is a and very they good team. showed up. They made mistakes too. You know, yeah, that's Dallas what is one of the best teams no the NFL has to offer. No one's great in the NFL right yeah. now. No one plays flawless games. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has moments. The key. Is is a team tough, and do they battle through those moments? And do they find ways to come back when they're down? Do they find ways to not let a, a turnover or something cripple them uh, mentally, emotionally, like all these types of things? Like, and the Eagles have proven it time and time and time again. So, yeah. you know, yes, are they a perfect team? No, are they the, absolutely the number one team in the NFL without a doubt right now? You're damn right they are. Well, they're the closest thing to a perfect team, and also, again, twenty. Five and two or whatever it is in the last twenty-seven games, like they're they're pretty close to perfect. Like so, so when they say you have to get better, like yes, there are things they have to do better. But man, like to go out there, I mean, twenty-eight points on offense is a pretty good outcome. Twenty-three points on defense is a pretty good outcome. Uh, And they just, they just don't make plays to lose games. Like I'm not saying they're never, they don't never. That yes, they make sometimes do make bad plays at the end that that could end up hurting them. But they've only made the one fatal flaw all all season, which was the turnover by Jalen against the Jets. But yeah, I just um, you know, I thought this would be a tough game. It was probably a little tougher than I thought. But ultimately, they come out with the win. So I just yeah, I think I think fans should should feel really really good about it. Yeah, yeah, and again, look, they they are banged up. They were banged up in the game. They were, you know the secondary is banged up. Uh, got banged up in and out of the game. Guys going out. Cam Jurgens still not back. Well, that's the other you know? thing. At the end of the game, at one point, of the five projected starters when training camp started, Slay, Bradbury, Maddox, uh, whoever the second safety was, and Reed, they only had one of them, which yeah. was Reed. Both yeah. corner was out. The nickel was out. Uh, and I think Byard wasn't out there for some reason. So, yeah, I mean, at one point, like, they had... They had yeah. basically nobody. And they battled through, <laughs> and, and it looked bad sometimes. But again, only 23 points given up. And look, again, and only six in the second half. And again, for reference sake, 
you know, the the Eagles have uh, only started a season eight and one. This is the seventh time in the history of the franchise. The other times, and and uh, I saw my, our buddy BLG put this out. Uh, nineteen forty nine, when they won the NFL championship. Nineteen sixty. Won the NFL championship. Right. 1980, lost in the Super Bowl. 2004, of course, lost in the Super right. Bowl. 2017, dang, won the Super Bowl. Yep. And 2022, last year. So, like, this is the seventh time. The six other times they've gone to the championship game. So, like, and I'm not saying they're going to. I'm not saying that continues. But the point is, it's like, you know, going eight and one should be celebrated. Like, it's yeah. something where we should sit here and, and the job isn't done yet. And they know it. You know, Jalen would say it's not done. But... The point is, is we, as we sit here going into the bye week, and we can kind of step back and take a breath, especially before this gauntlet of a schedule coming up. Like, to Elliot's point at the beginning of the pod, like, the tears of joy thing, like, step back and take a breath that feels like, yeah, buddy, damn right, we're 8-1. and one. Like, we're the best team in the NFL as we go into the bye and rest up and and and, and let's go freaking make a run for freaking title. Well, so the other thing I, I would say is off of that tweet, right? So if you look at that tweet, that tweet says there's a very good chance Eagles are going to go to the Super Bowl this year. Yep, it does. You watch Absolutely. the team. You Statistically, watch, right? you, know? you watch the team play, and it says there's a very good chance they're going mean, to go like, to the Super Bowl. Let's put it this way: the Eagles have never not gone to the championship game when they've started. Right, exactly. In the franchise. Uh, you look at how things are shaping up; yeah. it looks really good. And this is something we've talked about a little bit, like driving to parks, and I don't know if we talked on a pot, on about a pot on the pot or not. I understand with what has happened in the championship games or near championship games in Philly sports, like people are going to feel. A hesitancy to kind of throw themselves all in because there's been hurt, right? Like the Phillies in the World Series, the Eagles in the Super Bowl, the Phillies in the NLCS, the Union in the MLS Cup. Like there have been painful losses for fans. But but I would just say, and it's like if you're giving a friend advice, like if, if they're in a relationship and it ends and they're like, man, I don't want to go back out there. It's like, bro, you got to go back out there. Like I know you've had past hurt, but like you can't let that allow to affect your future. I know the Phillies teams have lost other things, and I know it's not a guarantee they'll go to the Super Bowl, and I know if they get there, it's not a guarantee they'll win. But, man, it sure looks like they're going to. It just does. Like, it just does. So we'll see what the future holds. They could lose the next six games, and we sound foolish today, but I'd rather sound foolish, like, enjoying the ride and believing in what I'm seeing than, like, hold myself back because of past things. Because those past things suck, but the analysis was still correct. Like, they made it to the championship. They almost won. The Eagles came as close as you can. Right. All that believing people did on the way there was proven correct. And it sucks they lost. Trust me. But, like, I just, I don't see, I don't see something with this team where I go, this is real reason to think they couldn't do it. There are 80,000 more reasons why this team is probably going to be in the Super Bowl and probably win it than two or three reasons you could nitpick on and believe for the rest of the ride. So, I don't know. I just want to see people enjoy it. And and I think that, I hope that a lot of people are listening to this pod, whether it's now Monday morning or Monday, like, I hope you've spent your time being like, God, that was awesome. Then, well, they almost blew it. Because they did not blow it. And yeah. they never blow it. And they always win. Yeah, or if it's Sunday night. And it's probably not changing anytime soon. Or if it's Sunday night, because we came in the studio to record exactly. Sunday night. And because and, it, 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 it warrants that. it. Exactly. And I think that's such a great message, Elliot. And I totally agree with it. Like, and that was my old thing. Like, enjoy it. This is awesome. And, and we'll see where it goes. And yeah, we know it can end in pain. But look, I today was I was back. You know, I talked so much about how like the Phillies thing crushed me emotionally. Mm-hmm. And from a sports perspective, I didn't feel like I could ramp it up to the same level. Like I got back today with right. this thing. And to another point, like enjoy it. Like 
this was an all-time Eagles yeah. Cowboys game. It's a game we'll like, remember. Like we talked on the the radio show all week about our favorite memories and the Eagles Cowboys games that stick with us. And we talked about there haven't been that many classics in the last fifteen years or so. It was like, Jalen versus Dak. Got yeah. one, dude. And I was thinking so much about how you talked about how like this had the potential to be like a painful memory game where it was like one where we it like it was almost yeah, and it almost was. Right. But instead, it's it's. A, a great memory. It's a, it's an Eagles Cowboys game that we'll remember forever. Especially if Jalen goes on to do what we think he can with this franchise, and there'll be many more Jalen Cowboys moments to come. Like this is the first great Jalen Cowboys win. This is the first like and and, and just an awesome game with moments and things to remember and like a thrilling last play that came down to a stop a, a couple yards short of the end zone. Like. It's like, it was awesome. And well, so to your point about enjoy where they're at, also enjoy this freaking win. Like, yeah. enjoy this game. This is an all-timer that, that you know, there aren't that many regular season games that you say, we'll talk about this one for years to come because it's Eagles-Cowboys and because of what happened tonight and it was two great teams go, or two at least good teams going in and all that stuff, great to good, whatever you want to say. Like, I, it, like, it's special to have a regular season game where you come out of it and say, like, Wow, that's one we're going to remember. Yeah, you know? 100%. Um, and Sirianni's really stressed, I think, a few times at the podium this year, like having fun. Like he's talked about in the Rams game, he said like the end of that, how it was back and forth at the end of the second quarter. He was like, that must have been so fun to be a fan for. He talked about uh, a few times. He said it again tonight with the tears of joy and the tears of pain. Like Sirianni, I think one of his biggest strengths is that dude just loves football, man. Yeah, dude. And also, <laughs> that and dude also loves I think football. He- he, like if he wasn't a football coach, well, he would be watching the game at a exactly, bar tonight with and friends. And I think as a result, um, and just because of kind of his personality, that he can like empathize with fans yeah. and can kind of put himself in our shoes and and knows how we're gonna feel about certain things and can can be annoyed or angry or whatever like we are about certain things. And it's endearing. It, it makes him yeah. feel. It makes us feel connected to him. He is. Well, did he you see his as perfect a coach for this city as as I remember? Like it just in terms of mentality wise and what this guy, you know, you know, we've talked about I feel like he's me. I feel like he's me from well, like a, a fan, you know, yeah. energy. It's like that's just like and and it's it's awesome. It, did you see really his post game cool. presser? I didn't, but I heard I saw the picture of his daughter. Yeah, there, he brought the daughter like, out. Yes, yeah. Well, it's so dude. funny. He brings a daughter out and he like they sit down and he's like, You can't say anything, you have to be quiet. And then he asked her like three questions. Well, I mean, Zoe, (laughs) Zoe, if it were like, Zoe, you have to be quiet. She'd be like, no problem. And then we'd literally start talking. Yeah. Well, I will say to the daughter's credit, she was quiet. Yeah, Zoe would not be. It was funny. He's like, what do you want to do during the bye week? And she was like, get Chick-fil-A. It's like, fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, do you want to get into specifics? Yeah. All right. Um, I have some Jalen thoughts. All right, yeah. Look, I, again, uh, in terms of Jalen, and we kind of gave some thoughts already, but, you know, I think first and foremost, you know, main thing is the main thing, another win, and, uh, you know, his first big win against Cowboys in a big game. And, you know, he wasn't perfect. Like you said, um, not being able to kind of close it out as a team, those those drives at mm-hmm. the end, I thought, you know, play calling, that's on that too, and, and whatever. But, you know, I thought – 
especially clearly playing with it with a thing, whatever it is, the knee bruise. The thing, thing looked bad tonight. Yeah, especially yeah. that moment. You know, we all know everyone. You know, we were terrified for a sec. Um, but you know, what I mean, he he just makes enough plays to win every time. Like in some of those throws were were the throw to Devontae, and it was a great catch too. But the throw to Devontae, the throw to Goddard um, on that third, um, like just. You know, he's it's unbelievable how accurate, how precise and and just what a freaking leader and a winner this guy is. It's, uh, you know, and protected the ball today, too. Yeah. So. so we talk about, like, whether the team takes on Sirianni's personality or Hurts. And I think it kind of moves around, which is good. Like, I think you want to have two. Those are two personalities to kind of to, to be behind. I think that what you saw tonight is, like, why this team's a title contender. And it's because of Jalen Hurts. Like, they're awesome in a lot of ways. Like, the offensive line, the defensive line, the receivers, Nick, whatever. Like, they are Super Bowl contenders because of Jalen. And that showed tonight. Like, Jalen outplayed Dak Prescott, even though Dak was pretty good. Like, Dak made some plays. Dak made some throws. He threw for, like, 350 and three tutties or whatever. Dak Dak was good. Jalen was better. No turnovers from Dak either. Yep. And Jalen, I think, like... When Jalen gets hit and gets right back up, I really think that does. Oh, I'm so with you. Go throughout the whole team, like it's why the Eagles don't get scared. Like they, they, they're they're not a team that you can punch and break. And you fight for that guy. You want to fight for that guy, and you want to fight. to be like if he could do that, I'm going to do that. You know. Yeah. Now, all that being said, I saw him walking in the locker room after the game, and it's the the worst I've seen him limping. Well, look, so so I think he he is most definitely in pain. The line that stood out to me, and we were just listening on the way in, so I haven't heard everything or whatever. But, you know, and he just won't talk about the knee directly and all that. You know, he always sidesteps. But he did say, and just in the process of talking, he's like, selfishly for me, yeah. the bye week couldn't come at a better time. And yeah. just like acknowledging like, yeah, I'm freaking hurt. You well, know what I mean? So, so I don't, obviously neither of us are doctors, although you do have your master's, so you're close. <laughs> but, um, yes, that's a good <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, from what I understand, a bone bruise, like. It can be painful, he, man. Yeah, but I think, too, where it's. He, I think he got hit right on the bone bruise, I and I'm too. sure that really, really hurt. Well, I don't also, think he's like, like more injured than he was before the game. Also, I think it just really hurt. it's one of those really things, hurt. like I, I said it to you on the way in, but it's like Harper in the playoffs when, in the Braves series, when they you know about to win, and he get hit in the elbow, and yeah. it was down, and it ended up being funny bone, but it's like, I think part of it too is fear, where Jalen knows yeah. he has this injury, he gets hit in that spine, it hurts so bad for a minute, where he's like, oh no, am I done for the day? Am I done for longer? Right. And then it's like, oh no, 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 I'm okay. So I, I think, you know... I think there's yeah. a lot of stuff that goes into um, it. His accuracy is unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Man, it's like, he, he, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous in ways of how he squeezes it between defenders, how good he throws the deep ball. Like, like all you've those always things. said, how he just throws a very catchable ball. It's just like a very catchable like, ball. It's, it's like, like the, laid out for players. It, it like somehow gets there at the perfect speed to catch it while still being fast totally. and not slow. Like totally. it, it's crazy. He had one, he had a throw today. I, I wrote down what it was, but it was like a, Third and nine, um, after the Cowboys had scored, the, the momentum was kind of starting to slip. So I guess Devontae? It, to Devontae. On the cross. Yeah. Yeah. It was, Unbelievable and it was just throw. Like, and it was just, and it, but, it, but it, it, it looked it was like, like between easy. four defenders. It looked like but, nothing. But he makes so many big plays in big spots. Like third downs, red zone, uh, the touchdown pass to uh, to Devontae. Like again, amazing. Great throw. Amazing throw. Uh, like the you catch know, was amazing too, but that throw yeah. was beautiful. The A big conversion to Goddard late. I believe it was actually, unfortunately, the player Goddard got hurt. Yeah. But well, the he, two. He, had he the hits one Goddard, Goddard in stride. Before. So he can just turn up the field. Totally. Like he his accuracy, I you know, we probably say something different about him each week. His accuracy might be his his best quality as a quarterback right now. Now that the turnover thing the, is it, like leadership and all that. Well, like, I, I, mean, yeah, I yeah. give everything. Like the dude yeah. just delivers a consistently yeah. accurate football. Totally. Like and and uh Dan Orlowski said something uh this this week or last week I thought was pretty interesting when he was talking about 
the difference between a starter and a backup, it isn't that the starter can do things the backup can't. It's that the starter does things 99% of the time the same way, and the backup does it like 85%. And I think with Jalen, what you're seeing with his accuracy and how it's developed is 99% of the time he hits the person right where it needs to be. Totally. So while he is a great leader, he can run, and those are all obviously fantastic things. Just where he, what he does from the pocket right now might define him as a quarterback because they can just move the ball with him. Like 28 points is is a it's not an he's outstanding day, but it's a pretty good day. Like he's yeah, a he's great, a great throw over the football. Everything all together, he's a great throw yeah. of the football. Yep, and he's great at knowing where to throw it, making the right decisions, and and all of it. It's uh, and again, they even talked about it during the game. I know you didn't listen to the broadcast, Greg Olson, who I think is. The best color analyst. You love yourself some Greg Olson. I, think he's, I saw the tweet. I think he's yeah. phenomenal. Like, I think he is at like an A++. Um, but he talked about how, like, how insane it is that that Jalen has this. Because they showed his, his just his uh, completion percentage numbers where it was like 61, 67, right. 68, whatever. And he's like, he's like, this is insane. He's like, you don't understand, like, how for this dude to do this this quickly, he's like, normally people like him, it takes years for them to, like, yeah. And then he's like, and he's and he's twenty five, you know. And it's just, you know, we should step back to your point and be like, damn man, like thank freaking God for this kid, for this that we have him here, and that that because because he's only gonna get better. I mean, that accuracy came from work, from working his freaking ass off and saying mm-hmm. I'm gonna be the best. And people, don't, I can't do this. Okay, um, all right, let's get to some other stuff because we're already thirty minutes in and we got we got a bunch here too, at least, um, or at least a bunch more. Um, all right, we'll stick with the offense and then get to the D. The, like, obviously the big, I think, the biggest, uh, you know, I know some people will be annoyed that they almost choked or whatever. We're not there. But I think the, by far the biggest uh, negative out of out of the game is is the Goddard injury. Yeah. Um, it looked bad in the moment. Looked like one of those, you know, sometimes people have injuries and you're just like, they know it's bad. I think it's going like, to be bad. I, yeah, I, like, I think by the time you listen to this pod, there's a chance it's, I don't, I don't know. We'll see if he goes on IR. I don't know. But... I think it's going to be bad. Like, um, like some sort of like, it definitely looked like his arm. It yeah, like, like it could be like, I mean, broken, broken. Yeah. or it could be like, um, you know, some whatever sort it is. Of I don't like think he's hair against Kansas or whatever. Say. Yeah, I, I think I, if I had to bet, I would say like, I think we should hope for a month. I would know? think small chance. So it goes if I'm, it's a bye week. And it could be worse. Like bye might week, be, Kansas City. Is it Buffalo? Well, I mean, we should hope it's not season ending. Is what we should hope. Correct. For. Yeah, and I don't think it will be. Yeah. Um, but. Look, Goddard's a big loss because totally. Um, Jack brought this up on the post game show. If you remember last year when Goddard went out for that month, John Pat- brought it up. Yeah, you're right, John. Yes, yeah, sorry, uh, <laughs> uh, John Fritz. Yes. Um, John Fritz brought it up on the uh, post game, and he said, "If you remember last year when Goddard went down, the passing offense really struggled." And you're I right. Th- yeah, I don't think it's a coincidence that this year the passing offense wasn't that great until they got Goddard involved again. And, and he's Goddard's big been in the running. Up huge numbers, he's big but in the running. Big in the running yeah. game. So no, but you're right. He is. But even when he has that big numbers, he has like big catches, like. His two catches, or I think the two that I remember tonight, were huge. Yeah. They're both super important plays, you know? Also, he's on my wife's fantasy team, so she's going to be. Yeah, that's tough. She's going to be upset. That's tough stuff. Um, but, yeah, so I think that's going to that's going to be a big loss. And, you know, going against the toughest part of the schedule, you know, you said something we were driving in, like, oh, the timing's not great. That's like, well, it's the bye week, but, yeah, you're right. Like, it's, it's, After it, that, it's the toughest part. It really is the, the worst yeah, time. Like, earlier, yeah. I guess he was good to help them obviously get out to a, yeah, yeah. You build himself a cushion. Like but, two weeks ago, would have married you so get the bye. Or but two weeks knows? from now. Yeah, but, but, let's see what it is. Let's hope he's not done for the season. It could be, you know. Yeah. Regardless. So that's going to um, be a big loss. That's a big loss. And, I, look, that play was great, too. I think that play and the that play call and, like, the swift sweep where they had game one, swift in the backfield. 
Like those two were the most creative things I've seen them do this year. It yeah. feels like from a play calling perspective. I thought the play calling was fine, and it was fine. I thought that early on it felt like they weren't really running the ball much, and then they kind of corrected. And you know, I, I See, think the again, they I, I disagree with some spots, but nothing bad. And on the whole, I think. Yeah, I think they did a nice job managing the game. And the thing with the running game, though, is they're not running the ball well. And I, so Seth Joyner— And I think the, Cam, the Jurgens thing probably is a big part of it, you know? I think it was Joe DeCamera that maybe said this about what Seth said, that basically, like, in order to run the ball well, you have to commit to it early because then it gets good as it goes on. And that's not—I guess, like, that's been said in the NFL for a long time. But the issue is the running game is bad right now. So whenever like you go, they don't run it enough. Well, they can't run it. Like, and it sounds crazy to say about the Eagles, but they are not a good running team right now. So I'm, I'm fine with them not running it early on because I need them to move the ball. You need them to build a lead. You need them not to well, fall they behind. Throw, throwing was working, you and know? the throwing's been working. The throwing's been working the last few games yeah, for sure, yeah, and it's true. been working for a while. But like. They're not a good running team right now. They're a great short yardage running team, and that's about and, it. You and know? one thing, and yeah, again, the tush great, push yeah. was big tonight in big spots, and and another tush push touchdown, and you know that is one concern. I God, think I just love it. I feel that everyone's hate for it fuels my love of it. Um, I know. What's well, funny when the fans do the standing ovation, but it is the, the most the one, un- unstoppable one. play in the history of football. Yeah, considering the the spot and like really, how much I you need. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the uh. The issue with the running game is that they can't isolate wins like they used to. That's the concern. Well, it's not that I don't think they, it's not that I'm I don't think. I'm not thinking out yet. I think the Jurgens injury has mattered for that. Yeah, I mean, they had a rookie right guard today. Yeah, and look, who made a big fumble recovery shot. Yeah. Scene. But uh, I think I think the Jurgens thing has hurt them, and I think Jalen being less of a threat to run because of the knee thing, look, it's just clear. I mean, we saw in the very first play of the game, and obviously after it hurt more, but like right. when he tried to accelerate around the side there, which led to the first touch push because he didn't get the first on third, right. it was like, oh, like old Jalen runs right by that guy, you know. Yeah. So, so uh, it's a clearly a thing, and they're gonna have to manage it. And I think that hurts the running game too. But I, I agree, they clearly are not as effective there as they've been. And look, throwing the ball to AJ, throwing the ball to Devontae has been super effective. Yeah, you know? and, and that's why you have those guys, and you you do it. My, yeah, again, my concern is not that they that they are gonna need the running games to get leads or to be in games. My concern is when they're gonna have to run the ball, like to ice away the Super Bowl, to ice away the NFC Championship can game. They, I get can they it. do it? And I, I, the answer used to always be yes. I'm not sure. And for what it's worth, like the one big game they've lost over the last two years is Super Bowl. They didn't run the ball well in the Super Bowl. Sure. So. Yeah, but they also didn't. I mean, there J- are other Jaylen, components. And but they I'm just also Jalen ran it well, and they put up a bunch of points. Regardless, I yeah. get your point. Uh, let's get to the events because. Um, you know, not much else. Say AJ's great, Devontae's great. Devontae's like, super good. Super I think good. sometimes he always gets overlooked. That's why, but I, like, wanted, that's why amazing I just said both. catch. Amazing yeah. catch. And, the, and big spots, gets open when you need him. Yeah. Great stuff. And I thought the pass protection for the most part was really good today. Like Micah Parsons, other than that, that one sack, like kind of was neutralized in a lot yeah, of Yeah, I didn't cases. hear about Parsons yeah. at all. I don't know. I'm sure on the broadcast they talked about him a ton, yeah. but just watching it without people talking they about did it. did a really good job. It was like a non factor. Really good job yeah. there. Um, obviously, in, in pass direction more so than, than the running game. Um, defensive side of the ball. Obviously, like we talked about, I think it's a, a weird one in that I think everyone's going to be crushing him because it did look so easy for Dallas. And and yet, you know, 23 points, six in the second like, half. Yeah. Big, big stops, even if they were by the skin of their teeth stops sometimes. Big, big stops when they needed them. Um, and and again, like we said, de- defensive linemen who, who studded out and stepped up when it mattered with obviously, I think that BG played the play of the game without a doubt in my mind. The two point conversion. The no, the BG. Well, that too, the two point conversion in different ways, but in terms that BG sack 
on that last drive. On third down. It, yeah, because yeah, that felt like second, second down. Because then, the, or no, it was, uh, it was on first down. That led to the sack. Then it led to the Jalen Carter sack. And that just felt like it, it kind of turned the tide there. Um, but And forced them to have that long play that they, they barely stopped. Yeah. Um, but right, so on looking- the whole, it just felt like, you know, and I know Jalen Carter the sack. Obviously, Reddick had, had some plays. Like, it just felt like those guys stepped up and made plays when they needed it. And, you know, otherwise, you know, I, I get it. It was frustrating. But again, I, I you know, I, I don't think the defense gets, like, super big props today. But they I won. gave him a C. I yeah, gave him I think a C. that's fair. And I think the D line gets more for for stepping up. Whatever. Yeah, and I'm, frankly, if I had to move up, like I now have some time to think about it, I'd give him more like a C plus. And a again, C-. they shut down the running game. Like there were some runs, but like for the most part, yet again, like well, they so, are just able to stop the run. Like just like it's no problem. These stats are now off a little bit because they played another game. But I thought Jimmy Kemsky of Philly Voice made a really interesting point about the pass defense where. I think they're uh, near the bottom of the league in p- yards allowed per game. But we don't talk about how good they are run run defense well, wise. Well, what he's saying is they are so good at, at stopping the run that nobody runs on exactly. them, and so they get so passed a, on that's, all it's the a time. Great point. I didn't think about but, it until I just said it. But yeah, yeah exactly. I hadn't thought about it laid out that simply it's such a good until. Point. Like so, I think the only team that's been thrown on more than them this year is the Jaguars. But the Eagles going into this and game because the Eagles usually are ahead too, and right. they come back from yeah. deficits. But they've been ahead a lot too. So, so the Eagles going into this game were tenth in the league in yards allowed per pass attempt. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's certainly not yeah. like not terrible. Um, not horrible. And again, twenty three points with, with all the injuries and mismatching and and like you know um, you know mismatch not the word I'm looking for, but like um. Mixing and matching, yeah, the me. different in the lineups in are pieces using. in the yeah. in the secondary, like you know, it's really hard, you know. Yeah. And, and and linebacker again, Nicobe or by the way, real quick before I forget, Zach Cunningham's a dude. Yeah, Zach Cunningham's what pretty good. What a signing! Good. Yeah. He has been great, and we don't talk about it enough, but he is all over the field. He makes big plays. He's a short tackler. Had a big pass deflection. He just last knows week. where to be. He has been really, really, really good for what they signed him for. I like, agree. Shout out to that dude. I agree. Anyway. Um, 100% agree with you on that. Uh, now, with the secondary, like, can I sit here and say that in the championship game or the Super Bowl, do I think the second? Of course not. But secondary did shut down Miami. They'll give 23 points tonight. So, well, I- look, like we talked about the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. They, it's not like their defense was great. They just had a couple dudes who made some big plays for them. Like, Well, the thing about you know? the Super Bowl, I was thinking about this on the drive-in. While I, I am not a field guy. And look, the flag at the end yes, sucks. I'm the reality is, no, 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 no. What I was going to say was the reality is the defense did get a stop at that end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> they did, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I, you know, who knows if they would have won it. But yeah, I, I, I think with the defense, my overall thing is, look, Bradbury, I think Bradbury's a bigger concern than Slay. It feels like he gets beat more one-on-one than Slay does. It feels like a lot of Slay's beats are like zone stuff or whatever. feels like Bradbury more times than not this year when they throw him deep, he is a step slow, and he does not have his head turned around, and I think that's a concern. And Slade did make big plays at the end of the game. Again, the tackle at the end, yeah. and then like the tackle on Dak, he was yeah. part of that. Like Reed had the tackle you know, to keep the guy out. The field. Yeah, like yeah. just you know, they so, did make some plays too. I, I think their defense is like not amazing in the back seven, but I think their defense is good enough. You can win a Super Bowl with it. Absolutely, it yeah. is. Again, that's the point I'm making. That's what I was trying to make yeah. with the Chiefs. Is like that. Like it's it's better than that defense because this D line is. Like this D line is is it's really good. Like yeah. it might be better it's, than last year's. Well, D-line. it's the best D line in the league. Like, that's the yeah, point. Definitely, yeah. Like so, whatever else you want to say about the defense, like we always say, you just need a great D line. They have the best D line in the league. Like yeah, that D line is yep. freaking ferocious, and that's how they won tonight by the D line coming through and it mattered at the end. Um, all right, uh, last thing I have, um, and then if you have anything else in the game, 
and then I have final thoughts and stuff. But um, happy birthday, my buddy Jason Kelsey. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Thirty six. You got a win. Looks um, a little hurt today. Did you see the yeah, clip of him I mean, just again, yelling at thir- the? No, he's thirty six though. You know, it's like yeah, it's an old age. You know, it's it, for a football. But hey, yeah. I didn't realize you guys are that close. You're like basically yeah, it's like the three same. days. I I guess I'm three days You're older than him. The same. Yeah, wow. it's so wild. I mean, well, it's, I was thinking today. I'm like, well, I was in seventh grade when he was in first grade, so that's weird. Well, you know, it's crazy too to think that if I was like out at a party and Jason Kelsey wasn't a football player. I'd be like, oh, we're the same age. But mm-hmm. I will never, ever, ever view Kelsey and me as the same age. I will always think of him as older. Oh, I think of him as younger than me. But obviously, well, he is. Yeah, but I yeah. just feel like, I don't know, there's something about athletes and how much bigger they are and I get like, it. their personalities. They, oh, definitely, it's like, whoa. Hey, where it's babe. crazy to think. I mean, obviously, yeah. there's some guys in those room, I'm like, if I met them out at a party, I'd be like, yeah, bro, you're like 13 years younger than me. Totally. But, get <laughs> I get your point. But Kelsey just feels older, too. Like, I he's totally big get it. And, yeah. It's a great point. Um, so I have one more final thought on the game, if that's all you have. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, shout out to Nick Sirianni for going for it twice on twice on fourth yeah, down. Well, to start I the meant game. to say because he listened to you. He definitely listened to me. Like he, it's almost like uh, since hey, I brought it up. up real quick, Nick, if you're listening, hey buddy, thank you. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for winning. Well, we, we know you read my tweets. So and thank you for you know bringing Celts vibes to the world, and I'm bringing Sirianni vibes, whatever way you there want. There you buddy. go. Um, going for it twice on for, uh, fourth down to start the game, I thought was a great call. Yeah, and I he's think been so much better on going in for fourth down. Um, that was the other guy, got her head catch on fourth down too, didn't he? Was it one of them? Anyway, I think yeah. yeah. But I just I love hearing going for going for on fourth down. I don't think it's any coincidence since they started doing more. They're scoring more points on offense. They they instead of punting. I mean, look, I also trolling us with the Kenny G touchdown earlier was hilarious. I know, yeah. But the first drive of the game where it was fourth and one, but it could have been fourth and two. Like, two four it, down it, is, it is no small thing. Fourth and one from their thing. 32. Yeah, and it, it is no Josh small Bush, thing to go there. 32. Yeah. Like, and it's funny because when Dak, he did the fourth and then the penalty afterwards, we talked about bad penalty, but like could have, int- interesting smart challenge, like worth the shot. Like, yeah. In, in nine, At first, and like, what I don't is he doing? But it made spot. Sense. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize. We all didn't realize. We're like, penalty, what does it matter? Right. But ultimately... Um, I, I think it was, was it was just it. interesting to watch that fourth and one against us and and like actually be like oh they might they might not get it right whereas like it just feels like when we it's just like I, like I'm not worried I know it's our 32 but I'm like we're gonna get it like you yeah know, it's just crazy um, then the final final thing is so there's a video of Howie Roseman on the final play he's on the sideline because the game's about to end he's watching it. He's just standing there. He's standing there. He's standing there. The ball gets thrown. He's standing there. He slowly starts to realize CD's going to get tackled. CD gets tackled, and he sprints like 10 yards. I know how he will never be as a football guy and like blah, 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 whatever. That dude does love the Eagles. Man. Yeah, dude, I think, I think we're all <laughs> like, past that. I think Howie is, I know, how but, is it, Howie a hero is back. Like when I looked, uh, when I looked a, at him. a legend for all of us yeah. forever. Standing on the sideline wearing Jordan's he running. Like, look, it's his legacy. It's his thing, too, and all that. Yeah, I guess he yeah. should. Hundred percent. Um, are right, you got any final thoughts? Um, special teams weren't great tonight, but the Cowboys special teams are really but good. Yeah, for and special teams worth. have been good most of the year yeah. too. So, but the penalties on the field, on but the... also smart stuff, knowing they could fair catch that stuff, this and that. Yeah, well, that was weird to watch. It's just I the first they time they've done I, it. And right? then I saw it. The uh, either the Bills or Bengals do it, and I was like, "What? Is it's weird. Like, it looks they like must like told players, hey, you know, you can do this or something.' Well, like, when he did it today, I was like, "Bro, you're not in the end zone.' Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, all right. So, final thought. Um, Zoe. Okay. Good Zoe stuff tonight. Um, so she was watching with uh, Tommy. Some some of you might know him as neighbor yes. Tommy. He's the best. He came over to watch the game with uh, me and Emily and Zoe. And Zoe is you know in and out, but um, but she's there at the end. And uh, first of all, when BG gets that sack, we're like BG, yeah. And she goes, I love BG, I love BG. And it was like <laughs> I was dying. It was yeah. so cute. Um, 
And then she's like, me and Tommy were kind of like bugging out. And she's like, so that was just the, the um, we're like, hey, like we really like, because she was like, do you need my magic to help? Because she was wearing Obviously. Yeah, So she went and got her wand. Really, yeah. So the fourth and eight, like they stopped it. And she was like, so like excited. <laughs> she was like, I did. She was like, what Africa do, you know, make well. the Eagles win the, whatever. And then, like, she was, like, so she's, like, so happy because she stopped it. We're, like, all right, we're going to, you know, and then I was, like, oh, but, we, you know, they get to get the ball back. And then, obviously, the ball back and that terrifying drives happens with right. the penalties. Well, where, where was her magic And, on that like, one? well, that's that's what's happening. So as they're going and Tommy and I are getting, like, sadder and sadder, Zoe's, like, she's, like, she's trying to do her magic. And, like, she's, like, like, she could tell that it's not going well. And she's just, like, she's, like, I'm sorry, my... She's like, I'm sorry my magic isn't working. Sometimes it's just low energy. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God. And then like she did it at the end and they won. And I was just like, thank freaking God. Well, I was like, thank God. I was like, if they had lost, like, I would have been like, she would have been so sad and she was so happy. And it was just like, thank freaking God making Eagles memories be the freaking Cowboys. Let me thank say this then. To end the Dallas pod. sucks. Thank so you. we've discussed magic on thank the you, pod. Thank you, Zoe. Great job. We've discussed magic on the pod in the past. You know how I feel about magic. Yes. But my message to that story, to Zoe, to fans would be this. Like, there's two types of magic you should believe in. It's the Eagles magic, and Zoe should believe in her magic. <laughs> That's right. Well, All right. Does. So don't yeah. tell Zoe not to believe yeah. because it worked. Yeah, it was pretty adorable. Yeah. It was good stuff. Um, all right. Again, um, eight and one, man. Uh, like we've said, we both said it in many different ways, but enjoy it. And and Especially during the bye week, like treasure this. You know, there's nothing we can do this week, but but take the week off. There's no game for them to play. They they've gotten to the point eight one. No, they're going into the like Super Bowl up, rematch like, at eight and one. Yeah, exactly. They're probably going to be favorites. They will have maybe, a better record yeah. than the Chiefs. That's for yeah. Sure, even if they the lose, the Chiefs will be off. So they yeah. both have a bye. So, um, all right, we'll Love obviously get into that next week and all. But obviously, uh, over the week, um, you know, normal pods and and the Saturday show and all that. So yeah. we'll be around. Um, but like again. Treasure. That was an all-time Eagles Cowboys game with all-time memories, and and the Eagles wanted to go to eight and one, and uh, and they have a really good chance to go back to Super Bowl. Like Elliot said, uh, at least statistically, they always have in this. Spot, and they so. play like it. Yeah, and they play like it. All right, um, we'll be back later in the week. Go freaking birds! Dallas sucks. The- thank you for being the freaking Cowboys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I needed this. We all needed this. Huge freaking win. Go birds! He's Elliot MJ. Go birds! He's Elliot. 